go with the name. Uh, yeah, hello, sorry, I am, I'm trying to speak to um, a Mr. Dr. Nangs. I got an email from him a couple of weeks ago. Is that, do you know, is there anyone by that name? My friend, you, you, you've, you've rung the right number. Uh, this is, this is Mr. Dr. Nangs. This is the Nang himself. Excellent. Um, can you, I just wanted to explain, could, if you could explain that sort of name. Are you a doctor, Mr. Nangs, or are you a Mr. Dr. Nangs? What is, where are we with this? Well, I couldn't quite get around your... Iconic email address. <laughs> Interestingly, it's, uh, the, the Mr. Doctor uh, is essentially a discussion about how pretentious as a surgeon you want to be in how you delineate yourself. The, uh, it stems from the fact that back in the day, the surgeons actually outbranched from a uh, fellowship of barbers as opposed to actually going to med school. Uh, and so they were not allowed to apportion themselves the name Doctor and went with Mr. instead. And so... Uh, that's why in some uh, certain areas of the world that are knee-deep knee in tradition, uh, the mister is still uh, still utilised, whereas uh, most other people have kind of come around to, to thinking maybe the four years of medical school is good enough to uh, suggest that maybe doctor is the way to go. Uh, so in places like England uh, and Melbourne and Adelaide... Uh, so, sorry, I just are you going to be carrying on for a while or should I go get a cup of tea? No, no, yeah, you get a cup of tea, sit, okay. sit down. Right. Uh, this is, do you even know what I'm calling? Strap yourself Dr. in. Nangs? Strap yourself in. We're, we're, you don't even know who I am. Way. Oh, so who's that? My name's Needles the Renaissance Man. I am one of the squinters that you might have heard. We're of great renown. We host a podcast called Never Surrender by the Squinters. It's the I've, only I've GWS. To it and, I, and I've loved it. Giants fan. Yeah. Well, I've there you go. And, episode, an amazing episode I remember once you recorded in London. A few months ago, that was fan- very funny. Very it was, funny. Yeah, fantastic that one. Didn't get a lot of listens, unfortunately, but nonetheless, there it is. Uh, I just because we like received parasite, an, you know? an email in our in, an email in our inbox about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Never surrender pod at gmail dot com. Oh yes, yes. From well. a Mister Doctor Nangs who was was enthused. Yes, yes, and he, he's put his hand up as the first person to come on the pod as sort of a um, as as new talent to the Squinter Gang, and I just wanted to make sure. Is this, are you the very same? That would be that would be me. That would be the one. Yes, no, that would my my avid uh, uh, following of the pod uh, and and the ethos and grit determination of the GWS football team mm. uh, uh, led me led me uh, uh, needles to, to to submit to put. My humble hand up uh, as maybe the correspondent, maybe not that the show uh, wants, but maybe what the show needs. <laughs> right. So because, well, obviously, and then you've been, you're a Giants fan from way back, Dr. Oh, Nags. yeah, yeah. Minutes, minutes seconds worth of, of, of Giants uh, enthusiasm, I have to say. Look, certainly, I think they're everyone's second team. Um, you know, who doesn't? It's a bit like the Avengers, uh, perhaps Iron Man or uh, maybe Pirates of the Caribbean. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a, a confected uh, commercial team put there uh, for the commercial interests of a, of a global uh, a global multinational corporation? And and just like uh, just like the Avengers, I think the GWS has been perfectly suited to capture the hearts and minds uh, of the Western Sydney uh, Western Sydney populace. And that was something I wanted to get on board for. So uh, certainly my second team, but tragically your uh, second team certainly certainly uh, everyone's second team. I like to think of GWS. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, and they were certainly the second team in the grand final last year, if my memory serves correctly yes um, no we've uh, discussed that at some length uh, but uh, look yeah, Brisbane Lions has unfortunately been my team for uh, for the duration so 
Well, that's where the uh, the overall allegiances lie. Uh, certainly, when they're not making the trip up to the Gabatoir, uh, Gina Lewis is uh, is my is my first tip for the week. So, just to be absolutely clear, you're you're a doctor. Yes. Who Dr. supports Nang. the Brisbane Lions? Yes. And you would also, however, like to be on a GWS, mm. the only GWS, and therefore the best GWS fan-produced podcast, Never Surrendered by the Squinters. That's that's your that's your pitch. I, th- I think I think I could add like Fox News. I could add fairness and balance. Uh, what, a second opinion, perchance. A second opinion to what only seems to be uh, an amazingly well-produced but somewhat parochial podcast. No, we have, we make no bones about it. We don't apologise or take a backward step for anyone. Mm. A bit like Jeremy Cameron on the weekend, Needles. That's somewhat, somewhat like. And obviously that was an accident. Jeremy only ever does accidents. Okay, because we do have a surgeon, but I think he is, as you know, Bartman, he is the world-renowned... Plastic surgeon based out of Adelaide, but Bartman's he does spend most of his time drunk. A- Redacted. That's the point. Oh, right. That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. I'll I'll carry on, but he but Bartman uh, is often uh, drunk mm. after or before his plastic surgery. I'm not sure. So. Yes. It's he's from the Jeremy Cameron School of Sobriety. So I, I guess there there might be a small window for for you to provide us with a considered surgical second opinion, which mm. I, I'm beginning to see something come for the second opinion with second opinion of my Dr. Nangs. But look, we'll just we'll park that for a moment because there's a few things that some of my Squinters colleagues might bump in bump on. What is your Squinters Giants history? You've been fans of them, a fan of them for seconds. You've said. Well, at least, at certainly seconds. I mean, that, that might be even selling it short, you know. Was orange ever your favourite colour? Uh, only uh, when my brother decided it was. Uh, and then, I, then uh-huh. I, I quickly followed suit in a, a selfless act of, uh, of idolatry. pressure. Idolatry. <laughs> I do seem, I do seem to call it, it was briefly my favourite, yes. Okay, well then in your yeah. um, second medical considered opinion, how good are the Giants? Uh, I think in terms of potential, the Giants have probably been one of the best, uh, one of the best teams we've seen in the last 20 years. Untrue, tragically, they've had that potential for the last five years and, uh, and haven't converted it through. So, you know, certainly on the paddock, uh, I think the boys, uh, are, are knocking down the door of doing something absolutely massive. Not that getting the, uh, the grand final, uh, isn't massive, um, when they managed to slip through a, a valiant, uh, Brisbane team. Um, but it, it seems they're having trouble converting that, uh, that potential into something a little bit more off the paddock. A lovely set of boys. A lovely set of boys. Who's your favourite? Uh, apart from Izzy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apart from Izzy. Um, look, you know, I do like a Himmelberg. I do like Wagga a boy. man pretty, you know. I like my I like my uh, I like my AFL, AFL players uh, uh, big and, and Chris Hemsworth esque and I think he certainly ticks those boxes. I guess I can't then um, ask you about your giant like origin Green story. Kicks people in the face. But can you give us a quick pressy of your Aussie rules fandom origin story? You didn't flesh that out in the email. 
where what brought me to Aussie Rules. Yeah. What brought me to the beautiful game. When and how did you become a fan? Well, it was, well, many years ago. I think uh, we're, we're going back to Canberra. We're going back to Warramanga. We're going back to the mighty green and gold V of the West. Shout out to Chris Cats. Brown, isn't it? From shout, memory. Shout out to Chris and Terry Brown. Terry, obviously, for driving me in. When he was doing his constable Kenny Koala work, he was driving us down uh, to a beautiful Warramangle over a beautiful deck. Um, Chase us and John Miani's kids off it. Uh, and then just punt some sharing through the big sticks, you know. Just feel the feel the footy, feel the leather. Um, and I think that was it really, really put me into it. Having been uh, smashed from pillar to post, with the Woden Reston uh, Rams playing that uh, the beautiful game of rugby league, as a slight-bodied uh, younger younger man, uh, I found that the wide open spaces uh, of AFL suited my uh, my talents of uh, of gazelle-like grace and speed and an inability to copy here. Flowing locks, flowing locks, long flowing locks. Always get long, very long. good for a coach's award if you long locks. Everyone knows where you're in about. And do you? Can you? Um, confirm or deny that you were, once you pulled on the mighty blue, gold and white of the ACT. Yes, yes. You represented the ACT. I, I, I believe I, Bartman I, represented the ACT as well. I did. Under who? Bartman. Oh, well, he it, one of the, one of the many uh, representative teams he would have done from mm. recollection. Uh, I think he, he represented the United States as well, didn't he? Something like that. We'll check that. We'll have to check. I, I'd be I'd be very keen. Uh, but no, yes, pulled on the blue and uh, the blue and gold of the uh, the ACT team under thirteens. Got the punt the next year, which in a remarkable set of synergy, um, also like James Hurd, uh, one of the, one of Canberra's uh, favourite AFL sons, made the thirteens and got punted in the fourteens. And and so at the time, um, I was consoled by many a distressed uh, person who was. Who was who was shocked to see uh, a very surprising axing from uh, from the development squad that maybe you know if it happened to James Heard maybe Lightning could strike twice and like the aphorism it fucking didn't yeah right although what it did what it did mean though and I, you you put quite a lot of this into your email which was mm, mm, long verbose, verbose yes pleading I think not desperate but certainly verging you can see uh, desperate from there. You 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 actually also played with some of the squinters at uh, Sydney University Australian National Football Club, mm. Mm. Um, and you came with some sort of talent. How Truth would you describe uh, your legacy? Truth through him, well, what what sort of impact did you make on I, Sydney University Australian I have National been Football about Club? This needles, I have been thinking about what the, the role I could have played, and my mind keeps it keeps returning to James Gwilt. Do you remember James Gwilt? Uh, the remarkable yes. play for St Kilda, uh, for St Kilda uh, and and Essendon. You know, fortunately beset by a complete lack of talent, uh, very little in the tank, no ability to run fast, constantly monstered by forwards, gazelle-like forwards such as Jeremy Cameron. Uh, but he put in, you know, year in, year out, week in, week out, obviously on the training track. Under the coach's face, put in 110% every time to squeeze every last AFL game out of what meagre talent that poor boy was blessed with. And when it looked like it was all done at St Kilda, a, a, a beautiful supplement scandal at Essendon, where they managed to find some flecks of urine in their amino acids, uh, meant that he got to play another two seasons <laughs> with the Bombers. 
You know, it further stretched out what was already an, a, a career overburdened with with, uh, with AFL games. And as I thought that, I went, that's pretty much the opposite of me. Very, yes. Yes. I would put my <laughs> right. career... I'd like to put my career somewhere probably between a Harley, Bunnell and Warwick Capper-esque uh, mould. Um, but I think, if I had to be brutally honest, I think I'll always probably remember it down at Sue Anf- uh as Needle's brother. Yeah, and well, well, might you? I would have if thought. To Although to be, you did, you did uh, probably were one of the long, youngest ever representatives of Sydney University Football Club at the Uni Games coming 16, in as a sixteen, as a 16 year old, <laughs> um, fresh into year eleven. Beautiful Albury, Albury. Oh, the Halcyon days. Of, they were the days. The River Iron Games. Hotel were, Termo. Oh, fantastic! Right, and of course, so they were in her pomp. It, so it does leave a little bit be, to be desired. You came down, you came to Sydney with talent, squandered it, walked yeah. away. Yeah, with sixteen, fifteen games, at least. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, then this is gaps and and, and uh, very rarely, if I had to be looking back, thinking about a few mistakes, probably hit it a little bit too hard on your Friday night to put in a uh, accountable performance on the Saturday. Yeah, and you're a shit kick. I don't know why that happened. I used to be quite a good kick. And then uh, somehow between my third and fourth stints uh, at, at the Mighty Hoops, at the Varsity, uh, my, kicking, my kicking left me. I was bereft of right and or left foot. Like your but father, you genetically just started going up Ooh, in the air. I could um, soar majestically above the pack to snap all that Sharon needles. Uh, okay, well, this is going to be... do with it a, once I got it, mate. A, the final question... Oh. How are you going to add value to what is a very tight, highly professional squinter's cadre? Well, look, you know, how, do you, how do you mess with perfection, you know? Sure. How, what, what do you do when you've got the ultimate, the, the pinnacle uh, of, of podcasting, but, you know, put someone with a bit of a, a, a sharp wit, a contrasting view... The love of the Sauvignon Blanc, climb atop that podcast, arms outstretched, the view, the view stupendous from the top. You know, I think it'll just be that uh, the cherry, the maraschino cherry on the top of the uh, of the of the Squinters ice cream sundae that will really just you know give people that that feeling at the end that yeah they've really they've been potted. You know, I think that's where that's that was my that was my reason to be sending off the email at the end of the day. I honestly have no idea Too much? What you just, just said right. Just <laughs> right? <laughs> could you could, could you I just I, don't, I didn't understand what you said Something about cherries? The cherry on top of the ice cream sundae that is the Oh, where the ice cream sundae And you're the cherry Exactly right What are you bringing as a cherry? I cut through at the end Right Cut through You know You listen You listen to the squitters It's all Jeremy Cameron, you know, ice cream and, and Toby Green. Uh, chocolate cream. topping. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of Harry Himmelberg chocolate Nuts. topping. A bit of Mumford left to right. And then at the, at the death, you know, the sharp old maraschino cherry of truth. Just cutting through cutting through the gravy and getting to the, to the real salient points. Right. Well, that's a, a very poetic uh, 
description yeah. of what you'll bring. And I'm, I imagine I'll, I'll take this back to the group yeah, and I'm sure they'll be very, very interested to both read your email and hear this interview. Mm. Um, thank you very much for making yourself I, available and getting I in touch. It'll be the comments I don't make. How often do you think you'll be able to come on board? Obviously, watching the Giants is almost a full-time job. Yeah, we, we need opinions uninformed on everything. I'd say at least three, four times a week, maybe five if you, <laughs> if you were keen. Look, I think we could really probably stretch it out. We could probably have a, a Nang half hour, you know, Nang's naughty bits on a Tuesday. <laughs> Give the punters a little bit of something, something in the week, just to get them over that. Sixty minutes of Nangs with Doctor Nangs, that just midweek doldrum that is so infernal. Before they get fired up again for Thursday when they see the charcoal and orange hitting the ground running. I mean, what you've just done—that is a whole smorgasbord. Okay. Oh look, whatever it takes. <laughs> However many like feathers. Toby Green. I'll kick as many people in the face to get this roll needles. <laughs> as many people, I'll get some studs in the schnoz. To get to get my to get my my tonsils on this program. Well, look with that sort of dedication, uh, I'm sure we can find a room. Particularly with now, some of our best people have gone to Melbourne and Copenhagen. Yeah, uh, there might Shane be a Mumford spot. Gut running. There might be a spot here some and gut there. Gut running. You realise the season starts in a couple of weeks. Ooh, is it that soon already? Yes, very soon. Twenty first. Twenty oh, first of March. That's quicker every so, year. So. Look, they'll have to be chasing the, the cricket players of the uh, the MCG. I'd suggest don't email us. We'll email you. But thanks very much for for sending us your job application, and we look forward to being in touch. Neil, it's been a pleasure. And uh, look, let's just hope that the the magic doesn't die here. Uh, you know, like like the grand final, like Jim run in two thousand and nineteen. They don't fall at the final hurdle. And they keep going and get the big one at the end of the day. We're all feeling very, very confident. All right. Talk to you later. It's been emotional. Never surrender. Oh, oh, never surrender.